and gentlemen, welcome to Not Uncut. I'm Alex Salzberg. I'm Harley Enoff, and this is the podcast about growing up. And we also have... Goy Boy! Sir Goy a lot. He goes a lot. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I'm eating a cookie. I'm just going to be real with you. Like, I did not stop eating this cookie before we started. It's a hummantaschen. Goy Boy, as the resident Goy, uh, give us a quick review of this cookie you're eating. Tell us all about it. I don't really fully understand what it is, but I like it. Uh, it tastes like a buttery cookie yeah it's like a with like some fruit in the middle I had yeah, one it's like a little mini pie kind of um it, it's shaped like a triangle to signify the villain's hat from that holiday story whoa he was like kind of like a hitler type but he wore a tricorner hat and they defeated him and made a cookie from his hat using his insides he was a hitler character yeah he wanted to kill all the jews in his name is Haman. Haman, and that's why it's called a homentaschen Hamantaschen. This is the podcast about growing up. We like to talk about all things from growing up, whether you're five or 25. We're all kind of growing up together. Well, yeah, we have a lot of five-year-old listeners out there, so... um, Oh, well, then the previous episode is probably not for you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Retroactively, if you are five and you heard the previous episode, please... Try to block it out. Because you know what that'll be? A milestone. (laughs) Yeah. It's something you'll remember. This is going to change my life. Um, So Harley and I grew up together, and we met Goy Boy a little later, and... Uh, he runs our equipment for us, keeps us on track, or attempts to. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate our Goy Boy, and I, I actually just kind of wanted to say that, Goy oh, Boy. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. We it, love it, our the Goy The obvious boy. pandering is very nice. I wrote a song. Can I hear it? About the Goy. <laughs> oh, God. If you don't know how to put yourself on a microphone, you just call up your Goy Boy, because mine is busy doing mine. So... Oh, right. Yeah, back on track. Yeah, so y- Mr. Business over here. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. This was originally your job. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. So, you know, this is a podcast uh, hosted by three men, and yes, we're sorry. Uh, but, you know, you might tune into other podcasts about men talking about the topic of kissing, dating, and it might be a little bit more of like a... a Throw out, you know, a yeah. little more of like a conquest like, thing. Oh, uh, yeah, I kissed this girl. Oh, I was smooching this chick. She was a great kisser. Where are these and crazy oh, podcasts that you listen This podcast, we are going to talk about kissing, um, but we're not really going to go down the road of the conquest road. It's going to be a little bit more. Because we didn't have it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let, lest you think we're doing this out of some sort of feminist goodness, it's it's really out of our own inability to read social cues. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to the the kisses that we did not have, but I think let's talk about a really big growing up milestone. Let's talk about our first kisses. Harley, when was your first kiss? I usually lie about this, <laughs> um, it, but I was actually 17 years old. Um, what, what's the lie you say? I, 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 I don't know why. The whole thing is I usually say 16, and the reason for that is because I don't know. 16 sounds like the classic age. 16 sounds a lot younger than 17. I feel like 17 is like, what? Well, like, I was I was 18, but yeah. I'll, I'll let you go first. I, I, I used to lie about it when I was like yeah, you know, I mean, younger. At this point, we're you know, pushing 31. Like Nobody's like at a job interview like, uh, uh, when was your first kiss? Right. But I remember in the past, like when I was in high school and even in like early college, People would just have much younger years, yeah. so I just did not want to say you want to 17 because that right. sounded like yesterday. Yeah. Right. You want to sound 
normal when you're younger. People care a lot more about this. And and those of you in the congregation who are a little younger than us, it might feel like people care a lot about it. You will. Don't worry. You will hit an age where like it doesn't matter. And you will hit an age where you will get your first kiss. If you haven't kissed yeah, somebody, gonna... don't listen to us. <laughs> this, this is for kissed people only. This is the smooch cast for smoochers. Yeah. If you haven't smooched, we'll know. Um, um, so tell us. Why don't you tell us the story of your first kiss? It's, it should be uh, you know first kiss stories are fun so, and innocent usually. Uh, <laughs> so I worked at a at a theater camp when I was in high school, and um, going sort of back to the babysitter discussion, I was you know I started working at that camp when I was like fourteen, and the camp went up to the age of sixteen. So I was you know I was working at this camp again. I was around the age of a lot of people attending. Some people there was even a time where people attending were like a year older than me. I wasn't counseling. Why, why did I, you get the honor of working there and they had to like pay for it? Uh, well, I would like work one session and then I would like be in it the next oh, session. So, so you were like kind of a CIT. Yeah, I wasn't like in charge of like I wasn't like I'm gonna bring the fifteen year olds to snack now. You know, um, so <laughs> guys, yeah. Come on. Guys, guys, come on. You, you uh, know, we've both worked at camp. Like, you never say the word guys more than when you were no, at camp. No, it's guys and constantly. come on, let's go. Guys, guys. I had just turned 17. This so one particular. Going on there. Yeah. So this one particular summer, I was 17. There's our music cue. <laughs> <laughs> I was Thank you. You just 17. saved me. Yeah, right? You just saved welcome. me at Google. <laughs> so, yeah. So when I was, I had just turned 17. Two weeks later, camp started. And I was the counselor for like a. I don't know, probably like 10 year olds or something. <laughs> That's not who my first kiss was with. Um, Just keep going. We're going to let you sweat this one out. So I, uh, so the, <laughs> we're here for you. So the old, the oldest group is like ages like 14 to 16, I think. There was a girl who was like 15 in that session. It was like a little flirty and, you know, but again, I. You said she very, was 15. Yeah, but it was okay. very strange having, because like, I just felt like I had a crush on every single like person in the like 15, yeah. 16 range. That's called camp. being a teenager. Right. The session she was in ended. And um, yeah, so we like had arranged to, um, to kiss. No, we had arranged to like go out. Um, like on a little date. A yeah, little teenage yeah, date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, at the time I I had just turned 17. So I was. Um, was this your first date as well as your first kiss? Like had you been on like a one-on-one no, date with a girl before? No, I don't think so. No, no, no. Um, I mean in high school dates often come way I, after group hangs. Yeah, I, I I think it was yeah, like a one on one definitely right. this is like, probably my Like first you've time. hung out in a group many times before you like take the girl to friendlies. Right. Know? Exactly. That was a big one. So um Friendlies all of their business. Just as pizza places all had their business from babysitters, friendlies it was all high schoolers on dates. Oh yeah, or like me by myself, like cry- <laughs> crying into a clown Sunday. <laughs> I'm gonna pick her up from her house, and I like knew her mother as well because her mother had been sending the girl to camp for like five years. So <laughs> you'd been sending her mother report cards. Yeah, right. So I picked her up, and we our our plan was to go like mini golfing. I think that was the date. Oh, that's such a high school date. Yeah. So um, good, and, that would be a good date now though. Like mini yeah. golfing's great. No, it's fun. No, and, it comes full circle. Yeah. Like after at like thirty, right. you're like, oh that's well, a good cool yeah, you want to live your, I your also, golden years. I also <laughs> wanted to is. Yeah. I also wanted to <laughs> comfortable like I didn't want to go to a place I hadn't been before right. at the time. So like there's this very popular um mini golf place in um in a couple towns over. It's the outdoor one. Is um, it the it's the revolutionary war yeah, theme the rev- one? Yeah, so yeah, you're like mini golfing through like George Washington's legs and stuff. 
I don't know about that, but yeah, he just bends over. Had to pay over. extra just, for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's that behind a been, curtain. That, I think if you get the hole in one, I, I, so I don't know when you so put anyways. a ball through George Washington's legs, but that was the plan. And like all my friends at the time uh, knew, I, you may have known about like my day. I was, well, I was. I recall we were kind of mean about it because we, in retrospect, should have been nicer. What we should have been focusing on was that you were going on a date with a totally age-appropriate girl for the time, and that was cute and nice for you. Instead, we focused on the counselor camper aspect of it and made like a lot of very mean jokes about it. So I want to say on behalf of all of us, I apologize. Well, thank you. Well, as as a friend group, we used to... We always used to know when somebody was like embarking on the potential of something. So like that was remember, all there was. Yeah, we yeah, lived yeah. in the suburbs. But like, like I remember like other friends of ours, you know, we would we would get like an email or a text and it was like, Tonight I'm going on a date and we'd be like, Oh my god and then like that night we would you'd all be, wait. You'd be we would staring all, at yeah, your buddy list. We would all wait we would all wait for like the report to come in. When someone on a date, like when their name popped up like back online on your list on AL Instant Messenger, yeah. you were like here it goes. The door opens. Yeah, and you're like, "This is my like like they'd you be having a, they'd be like, having a date." What you, happened? Yeah, you, it's like the equivalent of like the parent like waiting up for the kid. Yeah. We're waiting up for our exactly. instant message. So I pick her up, and, and in my mind, I'm like, "Okay, tonight, like I think I'm gonna kiss somebody." Um, How did you feel about that? I was nervous because I like had never done it before. Um, I don't even think I had but like a seen stage Showgirl. kissed. Yeah, it seems showgirl, so I knew how to do everything else. I just didn't know how to kiss. You know how to do a naked kick line, but exactly. I knew how to strip. Uh, I think I was pretty nervous about it because, like I said, I hadn't done it, and um, this fifteen-year-old was definitely more experienced than I was, which I knew for a fact. But like, there was no guarantees because, like, in the past, as we'll discuss later, like I, you know, I've, I've, I had missed a lot of opportunities. Right. Um. But uh, tonight, I was like, okay, I. I'm like, if, if it comes to that point, like you're going to do it, but you know, there's so much thinking involved. It's like, you're, you're almost overthinking. Am I like, do I lean in? Like, do I have to make the move? Like, is she going to do it? Cause like, I'm a shy person. It feels before you, you kiss and and some of you guys maybe younger are listening. It can feel like, like longitude and latitude, like very exact science. And it's really not right. There's a lot to think could go wrong. Yeah. When the moment comes, particularly if you're an anxious child, right? And also if you're putting a lot of weight on it, because at the time, I think besides you, I think most people I knew had. Yeah, we, had that you, problem. you and I. I mean, we said 17, 18. Yeah. We were, and and certainly not the latest bloomers. Like, but from look, this, look, if it were one of those dot graphs, there'd be a bunch. Yeah, yeah. But I think from from what media tells us, we felt like late bloomers. Right. I think I really knew that like there was going to be a kiss. So I picked her up. We go to mini golf and we're playing. And um, I'm like, so I'm going to preface this. When I was younger, I couldn't even steal a jelly bean from a from a store. If I did, I would feel guilty and yeah, go back. I, and, I, I was know. the same way. I would never. Yeah. I mean, we've been over this. We were little, yeah. wiener, little wiener children. Yeah. And and theft was just no way. I would yeah. never. <laughs> we're like in the middle of, of mini golf. And she asked me like, oh, you, do you like my earrings? They're new. I was like, oh, yeah, they're really nice. <laughs> and she proceeds to tell me, oh, yeah, I stole them today. Oh, no. <laughs> what? And I oh, just no. like, I get like really hot and sweaty. And I'm just, I'm so, I'm like so internally conflicted because I feel so like disgusting. Like I just, I feel I'm disgusted because I'm like, oh my God, like the store. And I think she said like Filene's. 
And Filene's uh, is out of business now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, thanks to this girl. So I was. <laughs> thanks, I, I, Amanda. I like didn't. I didn't want to know the like details or anything because I just. But I was just like, oh, uh, cool. But because she didn't say it, like it wasn't like, yeah, I stole them. Ooh, it was crazy. It was more like it was more like asking somebody, hey, where'd you get that? They're like, oh, I got it down the street. They're like, oh yeah, I stole them. Like that's like worse. She clearly, like she yeah, care. she clearly like had done like. That was like a way that she got things was like stealing them. So wow. I'm in my brain. I'm like, well, you can't kiss this girl now because <laughs> like, then you're implicated. she's a thief. You're going to go to and jail. And so I'm so Through like the transitive oh property you know, of kissing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was just like, I can't, you know, but then I start like, OK, because this was the summer before senior year. And it was like, I really you it was important for me. I was like, I got to I got to get it. I got to get, get it across the finish line. I've just I, I got to put that. I got to put that behind me yeah. like. I need a kiss. I need to kiss this burglar. Yeah, I need to kiss this thief is in my brain. <laughs> you know, we continue the date and I'm just sort of like weird and quiet at this point. This is might be the cutest story we've ever had on this <laughs> show, by the way. Right? Cute so, overload. So we finish. I think she won, so I'm sure she cheated. But uh, she when stole you got back in the car, there were several yeah. golf clubs. Yeah, in the I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. She stole like six golf clubs. George Washington and, was in know. the trunk. <laughs> She's just got wooden teeth in yeah. her mouth. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a nice night. Like we should look at the stars or something. I said something stupid like that. She was like, yeah, that'd be nice. And then in my brain, I'm like, thief. You should have leaned in and said, can I steal a kiss? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Goy boy, you smooth. <laughs> Goy, that would, that's, uh, I didn't have that game. Do you ever just wish you had a time machine? Because that's perfect. Let me steal that. So, so, so you go, yeah, so we drive the down the street to the local bowling alley. We didn't go in because we had just no. done an activity and like. You can't, bowling and mini golf in one and, night is like. Well, not even you, that. What but, do you load it? But kissing. Like too many activity going bowling is not is not helping my kiss no no this i didn't want to i didn't want to spend the whole night with this crook <laughs> so right. we go and like lay down in the grass and then this is where and this is how i got lyme disease <laughs> and so <laughs> so we're lying there and we're like we're talking and um and i'm like in my head i'm like okay this is this is a it's definitely gonna happen but then the whole you know nerves come in uh and, do you still and have anxiety. your wallet at this point i do yeah. okay um, the, the anxiety comes in about, you know, how do I do this now? Like, what am I supposed to do here? Like yeah. I'm on the grass, uh, I'm lying down. This is like a perfect it's a kiss moment. It's a perfect situation. Yeah. But if like, this were a movie, I, this is where the kiss right, would be. But right. I have, I'm way too, I have no experience. I'm too like, I was yeah. like, dude, what am I supposed to do? I don't, cause like a big fear of mine was like, well, what if she doesn't want to get, you know, right. like what if I. That, what if I lean in and she like backs up? That's that. And that, and honestly, I think that's the biggest fear of a lot of people, even just yeah. with like, even with like asking people out and kissing and right. anything in general is it's the fear of rejection. If you lean in for a kiss and you're denied, that's, you know, you're going to feel pretty, pretty you're awful. Gonna, you're going to feel bad. In my mind, I'm like, I want her to just like do this yeah. so that I know, because like, I just, I just want to like double check my work. You know, it was like, right. I just want to make sure. After the cheating incident. Yeah. Right. right? You want to make sure you're kissing correctly by letting her kiss exactly. first and you see if you're, yeah, you want to get the right latitude. Yeah. Shoot. So yeah. basically I like, I lean over and then she finished the equation. It wasn't anything like crazy, like, like smoochy McSmoochies for like half an hour. It was like a few like kisses and, yeah. uh, That's sweet. I don't know. Probably stay there for like ten minutes, and then I drove her to the police station. <laughs> like, Turn yourself in. I can't be with you. Uh, let's cut to a year later for my okay. first kiss. 
uh, I was 18. And 18 did feel like a late bloomer because at 18, I was a freshman in college. Everyone, I think, hopes to get their first kiss in high school. And let me tell you, as someone who had their first kiss in college, I turned out fine. Well, what's funny, though, is... Right, guys? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Thank what's you. funny, though, is That's it's very... not like... But the <laughs> whole thing to, is... I'll you know what's funny? Judge. And this is something, actually, I'll ask you both, is once you have that kiss, it's not... I think a lot of people think that, like, afterwards, it's like, great, you'll be kissing all the time. After I had that kiss... Right. I didn't have another kiss until college. Right. So, like, there was still a year of high school there. It doesn't actually. That the only thing that's happened. gone is that weird anxiety of, right. I haven't the done this one. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right. it's like, right. I, you know. Then so, you can do it, I think, you can do it with more... Uh, people. Confidence. <laughs> <laughs> and people. Right. So, I'll, I'll set the scene. I think a lot of people can can relate to this. I, um... Uh, a whole group of us are going to a party. Now, this doesn't happen when you're an adult. You rarely ever go to a birthday party of someone you've never met. But in college, someone having a birthday party just becomes like a general It's just an excuse to hang out, have pizza right. and beer and whatever. Right. So everyone's like, oh, we're going to this girl Melissa's birthday party. And we're like, oh, who knows Melissa? I don't know. It's like this guy from class is like friends with her brother. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's just all go. Um, so we get to this party and it is almost like your stereotypical college party. The debauchery, it, it almost fit the stereotype too well. Like, even at the time, I was like, this is like a little too much like a movie, this party. Like, this is... Like it was a guy in a toga. Yeah, a guy in a toga, like someone like streaking outside. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Red uh, solo cups everywhere. Right. And like... Uh, a camera crew. Right. And as, as, as <laughs> we... Microphones right. on booms, yeah. As we walk in, the music is like, if you want me to go dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we... We walk in and like uh, this par- this party is happening and I and I meet this birthday girl Melissa and she's very cute but I don't think much of it you know I meet Melissa the birthday girl we're like hey it's kind of weird that we're at your party and she's like I don't care did don't- you get her a gift no <laughs> my gift was showing yeah. up and adding to the fire code capacity of her apartment <laughs> <laughs> your first kiss despite being with a uh, a, a thief of sorts uh, a crook other than other than that minor detail your first kiss was kind of idyllic. Mine was like uh, just not very glamorous. Later in the night, I, you know, had already totally forgotten whose party it was and why I was there. And, and like, you know, it was someone's birthday. I run into Melissa again. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're the birthday girl. And she's like, yeah. And then I said, and I don't know what came over me because I was not a smooth child. And, and I still to this day am not. And this line is not good. Congregation, if you're going to use a line, be more creative than this. But it did work. Well, I said, Melissa, I think you're the most beautiful birthday girl at this party. (laughs) (laughs) At that point, she grabbed me and and she kissed me. That's the nicest thing I've ever heard. That is also kind of sweet. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, the campus police shortly afterward came to the party uh, and I left out of a window. (laughs) First floor. Goy boy, did you have an interesting first kiss? Goyish story? boyish, tell us about your first kiss. Well, I I feel like I had two first kisses, you know, like I had my first girl kiss and I had my first guy kiss. I imagine the first guy kiss was more memorable and more special, unless he was also an earring thief. Uh, he had a boyfriend which I didn't know about, so that was a situation oh, no. that I had to deal with later. But at the time, it was fine. Tell us about the first one. Okay, so I guess she was my girlfriend in high school. I don't know. She was way more into it than I was, clearly. <laughs> um, but we we like dated all of God. When 
I think about dating. It didn't even mean anything. Like we would just hang out. Yeah. Um, you would just sit on the couch together in your friend's basement. No, because it was a boarding school, so it was like sorry over out, like, over at the veranda. Yeah, <laughs> at my friend's palace. <laughs> we hang out at our private right. terminal over at the, at the Kennedy compound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I at some point senior year. She like was fine, like okay, well, this is happening or it's not. Happening. Right. <laughs> so, like, yeah. She turned out to be a lesbian, so it's fine. Wow, that's my story. Where did you kiss? In the basement? No, we were on the cross country uh, ski team. Right. Yeah. So we were we were outside in the we middle of skiing. a match. Well, what they, yeah, they no, 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 no. It was yeah. like a it was a recreational thing. But you were on skis when you kissed. We were like out in the woods. It's really yeah. hard to kiss. They're kissing from opposite ends of the Kinsey scale. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looped back around. Right. You know, it was I mean? the Kinsey Mobius. <laughs> it's impossible. This kiss, this kiss. Unstoppable. We've talked about our first kisses. We've talked about talked about the times we've had some varying success with kissing. But Harley, you and I, and, and perhaps Goyba as well, but I don't know, have had some experiences due to, as you said, our inability to read social cues and perhaps our nervousness, our anxiety. We've had some what I would refer to as missed kisses, opportunities that, in retrospect, as your life kind of flashes before your eyes, they're almost a little frustrating because you look back and you're like, could have had, could have had some kissing. Yeah, and I think after you dissect situations with your friends, it usually hits you that like, oh wow, I messed that up. Yeah, and um, and it's frustrating because you know you feel like what what you feel like you lost is not only the kissing because like whatever we're not again we're not into the conquest we're not like oh man I could have had that girl. Yeah, it's like oh I could have put another tally on my bedpost of smooches. It's more that you you feel like you missed a chance to like gain that confidence earlier. Like each time you know you have success in the dating world, you you bottle up a little bit of confidence for the next time yeah. that you want to yeah, smooch it's all, someone. It's it's all uh, it's all part of the the journey it's all part of the rich and like tapestry you build up of, this sort of self-validation yeah thing right and and you know people should should also be seeking validation from other things but when you are younger it is hard because yeah. a lot of being younger and having hormones and yeah you, you want, sort of value yourself on on on, kissing. on how <laughs> mature you are and, and we're here to tell you that it's going to be okay but we understand. Harley, I mean, do you have any stories of, of times that looking uh, back, yeah, you, you I mean, could have kissed someone? A million. Yeah. It's almost million, silly how many I it's have. It's a million misconnections. Um, and it's, it's, it's not so much misconnections. It's more just being too scared at the time to realize what's going on. The first one I remember would have been in probably seventh or eighth grade, which involved so i was you know i was a theater kid so i i I feel like am i wrong stereotypically theater kids um are they're pretty open they're they have a (laughs) lot of a lot of smooching going on yeah so that was so that was the whole thing part of a scene potentially even right right. yeah but i'm not talking about stays kitchen i'm just talking about the i feel like you're just in close quarters a lot they're just very and they're yeah they're just very and well the other thing about it is you're not with like the people you go to school with so for me, like I never. Um, oh, so you were. It wasn't the school play. It was an outside like, community I, yeah, no, theater. I never. I didn't. So I was working with other kids my age from from neighboring towns, sometimes further away towns, and like a lot of adults. Like in high school, I never dated anybody from school. Right. I'll I'll touch on that a little in my story too. It just didn't happen, is, yeah. and I think it's just because I had a different. Um, I just wasn't. I just wasn't like right. super cool and, and ironically now yeah, you're yeah, dating yeah, someone yeah, from yeah, our high school. Yeah. You know, when you're doing theater, like you said, you know, 
There's a lot of nights where you're working, you know, for a while, and so a lot of hormones. Yes, at night with like right, but but the other thing about it is in theater, like for kids, it's it's very female heavy. So there's a lot more girls doing musicals and yeah. things like that, and and a lot of the guys who are doing them are you know attracted yeah. to, to men. You know, so as a male musical theater person, you've got a pretty good advantage get some options yeah right. like i knew that there were a few girls who had crushes on me and like i just again i had no idea what to do with anything i was good at flirting but like i had absolutely no idea of how to like bring that to any other level right. so i just sort of like let it fizzle out until like the play was over or the camp was over or whatever but i remember one specific situation when i was like a cit i we me and this girl and and she had explicitly told me i'm gonna give you your first kiss like she said this to mm. me on on but that's like too much pressure on aim and yeah and so it was sort of like okay this was all set up we were doing like the curtain for one of the shows we were in this like loft the perfect place it was a perfect place it was literally a loft the only the two of us like evening show like we were done with all the cues for the rest of the show because we were this helping out even more show. romantic than behind the oh bowling yeah alley. it was yeah God. and um I think like the entire time I was just trying to avoid a situation where it would have to happen because I was just so incredibly petrified. Mm-hmm. Is it, do you think that if she had not said prior to it, like, I'm going to be your first kiss, that yeah. you probably yeah. would have kissed her? It was her? just way too much pressure. I yeah. got so in my head. So like, because the whole thing was this. She obviously was super forward online. Yeah, but that's easy. But like once we were in the space, that personality, if that was her personality, then she would have just come over and like done it. Right. And I think that's what I was sort of banking on. But it was more like I needed to participate more in making it happen, which I had absolutely no idea what to do. And but I think because of the instructions given that like we are going to kiss, I'm going Mm -hmm. to be the person that kisses you. It just it's terrifying. It was like way too much anxiety for me to handle. So yeah. um, uh, just like a lot of flirting and a lot of like, there was this like rope. Okay, well, this what? is terrible. Okay, okay. No, now this one into like Fifty Shades of whatever. No, it was like a long rope. I mean, look, it was like a so long rope, and so right like, now. like a, a flirting <laughs> tactic was like taking this rope and like sort of like brushing it up against her. You know, it, it was just like it made no sense. I would like put the rope like on her arm or whatever. And, yeah, and you know, no, I get it. And it was like, and then it was it was just like a bunch of smiling. That's like and, something you would do to me now. Yeah, exactly. That that was the extent of which I was willing to participate in this. Like she was gonna have to do the rest, and, it, and she she did, did not. And then the summer ended and I just, I was like, I totally blew that. Like, yeah. I don't know what. And then like, I think like we never talked again. AOL became this yeah. vehicle for making these like. I think people got in over their head. Yeah. You, people, you flirt on yeah. AOL. I had a, a girl, I have a longer story about like a very blatant one that I do want to tell. Um, but real quick, I had a very similar situation, but almost like a more exaggerated version of it. I, it was a girl I worked with at camp. Um, again, camp is where it all happens because the people you go to school with, maybe if you're like the cool football player, right? That's the you. Thing. You are cool to people at school, but it's not that the girls at our school didn't like us. It's that we've probably felt like, okay, these girls have known me since I was yeah, they're my like pants siblings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you go to camp, it's like. Again, this sounds like we're growing out. It's not like that, but it's like there's all new girls. Well, right. The whole because th- the whole thing is like when you're in high school, like you've been in like basically you establish the type of person you are with the girls in school in middle school. Right. So by the time you get to high school, you can't really reinvent. You've been yourself, I don't think. Yeah. Well, but the like, good news is you get out of high school, and the other good news is honestly, my advice: work at a camp because you get to camp. 
That's one summer. If that doesn't go well, just work at a different Or camp. do theater where you're doing a different show with people all the time, not from your school. Right, right. So there's this girl that I had worked with at a camp. And honestly, at the camp, we had not really flirted much or, or I didn't know. I mean, I had assumed it was not flirty. I think another irony of people with our personalities is that we were never the guys who couldn't talk to girls. We had female friends. We were fine talking. We could to almost girls. talk to girls too well yeah. that we were just not. We didn't read the cues that yeah. we were flirting because we were like, oh, that's just my friend. This girl and I were friends. And then we, after the camp had ended, toward the end of summer, we had gotten in an AIM conversation. And like your rope friend, I, uh, <laughs> she, she, um, well, first she, and this was, uh, I think I was 17. This was prior to my first kiss. She had gotten that information out of me that I had not kissed anyone. And she invited me over and had implied that not only would we be kissing, but we would be doing some other things that I frankly don't want to mention because my mom listens to this. But she basically making a pizza pie. Yeah. So your your story really like brought back these like almost like like terrible memories because I remember that set the bar so high because on AIM it was like we're gonna do all this stuff, all this fun stuff that's the problem yeah so i i drove to her her house in my little used car i get to the house and she's there and immediately the like you and the lot the tone of it was entirely different than the uh than the aim conversation it was night and day i was there for a grand total of i would say an estimate of 22 minutes the length of like a standard sitcom the entire time we sat on um two different couches awkwardly talking i made no moves she made no moves. The because a world separated you. You were on two different couches. That's something yeah. that, like the move would be. You'd have to get up, walk over to her. Couch yeah, but that's like to, I know that's like that's like moving you as well mountains. Go at home. That point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just remember the the halo of sweat just like growing on my shirt, and I remember, and you wonder why she didn't make a move. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that's why she picked the other couch. Right. <laughs> she was like, I don't know about this. I just showered. Twenty twenty two minutes later, she says, "Well, I think my mom's coming home soon, so you should probably go." <laughs> and I. But then, then cut to uh, about a year ago, so this is like 10 years later, I get a call from my cousin. Hey, uh, I just ha- had a new roommate move in, and it was this girl. <laughs> and my cousin tells me, this is how their conversation went. This girl goes, I think I hooked up with your cousin. Oh, no, wait, no, I didn't. <laughs> you want her. Look at how you know you do. Possible she wants you to There is one way to ask her It don't take a word Not a single word Go on and kiss the Even now, people have a completely different You know, I've talked to friends of mine who are like online dating and yeah it's it's a completely different personality that people have so i feel like true. even we, in those we kind of experienced yeah, that earlier even on those aim days you know there's so much talk and i think it's 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 tough because you come into something with these expectations and then right. it's like oh uh, i guess you you almost want to leave not, yeah you want to leave a little bit I guess, like, to the imagination, yeah, for lack you, of a better word. You should word. actually, like, less, you should probably talk less right. because you, I think that you you're should gonna... base your online dating strategies on our ninth grade foibles or whatever. No, but our, I think, on our prudent but, so behaviors. As yeah. someone who met their better half online. Oh, interesting. I didn't know. That. Um, we call him the Goy Toy. The Goy Toy. <laughs> you know, I, I would say, like, yeah, my, my word of advice for people who are dating online 
would be like take it offline as quickly as possible. Yeah. Because the longer you stay in those weird aim style chats, like you get further from who you actually are as a real human. Yeah, I feel yeah. like and you, you would become get the wrong this idea. online yeah. persona. As yeah. No, exactly what you're saying. He was actually one of the people I talked to the least online. Turns out because he didn't have a smartphone. He's like mm, a that would have if you knew that idiot. that would have been a red flag. That would have been such a deal breaker. But anyway, like we talked very briefly, and then our first date was like two days later, and we then continued communicating in person. Right, right. And I don't know. That's beautiful. The longer you have this online thing, yeah. you become your screen name. Or, you don't. You don't. You're not right, Harley anymore. Right, right, right. And and it would be very difficult to, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, because on, online it's socially acceptable to leave like between one and five minutes between each part of the conversation, even <laughs> even in an, a live conversation. Yeah. Like if if I had between one and five minutes in our conversation with you guys right now, my jokes would be way better. This podcast would be new and noteworthy. <laughs> like <laughs> While we're talking, let me offer you some free advice. Talk less. What? Smile more. Huh. But I do have a I do have a more blatant story of a time when when I really really should have made a move. Again, this was another summer. I of course went to a different camp, work at a different camp per my own advice after failing <laughs> with this one person. Uh, I was working at camp. I was this was after my my first kiss. Um, you know, with the most beautiful birthday girl. But uh, this was at a camp. I I was nineteen and and I was just starting to hit. A confident sweet spot. It was after my acne had cleared up. I'd just had my first kiss. You know, sweet spot. I I had gotten to know. There were a lot of cool people at this camp, but I'd gotten to know this very cute twenty uh, three year old girl. And again, camp is like. I mean, there are rules. Yeah, you can. You can. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like at camp, you. It's not the real world. Right. You could sort of like. And I bet. I mean, I've never been to overnight camp, but I bet it's even more skewed at overnight camp because, like, oh sure, you with counsel. Yeah. 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 23 and 19 that age difference now is not a big deal like if i was single i would date like a 35 year old or like a 27 year old but like at the time that felt big because i was in college and this was like an adult she was the dance teacher which was super cool we had made plans like at the end of camp as everyone's saying bye plans like oh we should hang out sometime before the summer's over before you go back up to school far away was it one of those like oh yeah we should hang out but then you never call i mean i didn't know if it would if we would end up hanging out, but, but we did make a plan to go out to dinner. So it felt a little bit like a date. And again, in my mind, it was kind of a gray area because I frankly just wasn't confident enough to consider it a date right away. You always jump to like, well, it's very possible that she is just, uh, likes my company. So right. Don't, yeah. But you just lower the expectation. Right. So you're not crushed. Yeah, and, but that's not yeah, everyone. Except it wasn't just like a tactic. Right. It was we actually believed that. Right. <laughs> but that and that's a problem. No, I think yeah, you believe it, right. but you're doing it for that reason. Yeah. And there, there's got to be a middle ground, right? Because like nobody likes the guys who think everything's a date. So I I drive over in my same used car as, as the other time, and and I uh, I get to her house, and she has an apartment in Boston, very cool. Oh. And I get there, and she immediately is like, you know. Why don't we stay in and get takeout rather than like go out for dinner? So I go in again, still thinking we're just pals. Like right now at like thirty, that sounds great. Oh, I know. <laughs> Wait, you're just palsy wowsies. So, so we uh, so I go in and she's like, oh, my roommates probably wants wants to like hang out out in the living room. So why don't we go hang out in my room? Yeah, it's frustrating, right? We're in her room. Her desk was uh, next to her bed. She was sitting on the edge of her bed. I was sitting in her like computer chair. Um, so we were probably looking at videos online. And then she was like, oh, why don't I go get the CD? We have this dates this to a very specific time in history. Let me go get the CD of photos from oh camp my God. for us to look through and like relive the memories. So she gets the CD 
she comes back, instead of sitting on the edge of the bed, she sits on my lap. What is wrong with you? This gets worse, Goy Boy. I don't. I can't even. No. Okay, let me tell you it gets worse. So we look through the photos. She's on my lap. So then she's like, oh, why don't we like see if there's like a good movie on? She had a TV in her room. She's like, the TV is like facing her bed. I swivel the chair around to look at the TV. She gets in her bed, grabs the remote, and starts flipping channels. It's very weird because she's like in bed. We're in her room with the door closed. Under the covers? Two, two adults, a 19-year-old and a 23-year-old. She's not under the covers, as, as I remember, but she is in the bed. And I'm just next to her, like, very formally, just like twiddling my thumbs in like an office chair. I'm like, it, it looks like a therapist's Every, Everybody's had point. that. I mean, that's such yeah. a common thing because you're like, uh, you, you'd like need a formal invitation to get well, into the bed. I didn't get a formal invitation, but this is as formal as it got. Oh, man, my bed is so comfortable. Ugh, I want to punch you. <laughs> God. <laughs> and, you should have uh, said, like, and she were like, good for oh, you. Where'd you get it, Jordan's yeah. furniture? Is like, it a silly postropedic? Yeah, like, <laughs> what it was you one say, of those like, new memory wait, foams. What did you say? A like, claymation oh, well, bob comes up. That's my bob <laughs> <laughs> And then I think we um, watched tv for a bit and then i assume the food came and we ate it and then i left and i i had i i never kissed her i told you this story is very frustrating like even my mom listening right now is probably like that girl Oh my God, thank you guys so much for listening to Not Uncut. We want to hear about your first kisses. Uh, were they nice? Uh, how old were you? Uh, Did you make out with somebody that stole anything? Tell yeah. us. What sort Any of criminals? You what know? sort of criminals uh, have you smooched? <laughs> <laughs> so look, we're online. We're all over. NotUncutPod.com is going to link to everything. We're also at NotUncutPod on Twitter and Instagram. We got Facebook. You can Google our names. We're everywhere. We just want to talk to you. You can also email us at NotUncutPod at gmail.com. Send us a voice memo, and maybe we'll play it on the air. That's right. Um, I'm Alex Salzberg. I'm Harley Yanoff. Oh, I'm Goy. Goy human? What am I? M- Mr. Boy. <laughs> oh, Mr. Mr. Boy, comma Goy. Yes, um, and also a big thank you to my brother, Adam Salzberg, for the music and the mastering. We really appreciate it. Boy. Goy boy. Oh, is that like James Bond? Yeah. Uh, goy boy. I'm, I'm boy. Goy boy. Hey, sh- look, look, Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. Bye. Bye.